Hi Tribe, welcome to the 13th episode of the Tribe Secrets Podcast. Today is about building power teams. I'm going to be sharing with you seven quick tips on how you can build a power team. So, seven quick tips on how to build a power team. Tip number one is to create an organizational chat. A lot of entrepreneurs and business owners skip this step because they feel it's just for corporate organizations. The reverse is the case. You need an organizational chat to help you organize your business, especially if you're thinking of scaling and expanding to beyond just yourself in your business or beyond just the contractors that you get on Fiverr and Upworks to do some tasks for you. If you're thinking of actually building a team, a solid power team to help you grow your business, there's a people that show up every day and cheer you up and cheer you on and actually build your space build the blocks of your business with you then you want to have an organizational chat what is an organizational chat it's basically a chat that helps you visualize on one page all the five all the pillars of your business now typically a business has five pillars you have your finance department you have your sales department your marketing department your operations department and your delivery department now i have a whole podcast episode i think it was episode five i talked about the five pillars of an organization or of a business you want to listen to that episode i go into details about the five different departments or or pillars that you can actually have in your business so you want to actually break your business down into these five departments or structures before you start looking to bring in people so you know that you've got a finance team who do you want in there do you want to keep doing your books yourself then you put yourself as the person in that department if you want an assistant to help you out there then you put the assistant underneath yourself the second one which is your sales department your sales is where you actually sell this is the economics this is where you exchange money um, for a service so this is where you get your profit and your loss and things like that um again if you're not good at sales you probably want to delegate this task if you are good at it you want to spend time doing something else most likely so whoever you bring is either already an expert if you can afford a good talent or someone who is not an expert but somebody who has an idea or has a clue or somebody that you're actually willing to train on this topic you put them as the person in that department and then you've got your marketing department your marketing department is more about your creatives and your and how you create awareness how you run promotions um if you've got people like designers then you put them into your marketing department if you have people that write your content you put them into your marketing department um if you do it yourself again you put it into your market you put yourself as a person in your marketing department but the whole essence of having an org chat is so that you are not across all five pillars in your department okay you want to be able to put different people who have the strengths of the departments in there the fourth which is your um, operations is pretty much the everyday running of your business you want to probably be a little bit involved in that depending on what stage you are otherwise have a team leader or you know a virtual assistant and have them be the head of that operations department um the fifth is 
delivery now these are people that are sort of such as your support staff people that make sure that you know your customers your clients get what they've paid for um this is not a this doesn't require a lot of skill but it requires you know attention to detail and dedication um so these are the five pillars that you can include in your organizational chat this is the first thing you want to do because when you're bringing people on you want to be able to show them your org chat and say this is who you work under this is who works here and this who works there it's just an easy visual representation of your company on a page the second tip i have for you is to understand what you as a business owner do on a daily basis now as a business owner an entrepreneur you have things you do every day right you chase call leads on facebook you engage on instagram you um place phone calls sales calls you attend meetings, you respond to emails, you build funnels, you write copy, you do a load of things as a business owner, especially as an entrepreneur or or a solopreneur, a mompreneur, dadpreneur. If you work by yourself, you probably do all these things yourself. The whole essence of building a team is so you can start to delegate this task out. And in order to know what to delegate, you need to be able to write it down and look at it and say okay this one i want to delegate this one i hate to do i love i'd rather delegate it out or this i love to do but then i'd rather just not spend a lot of time doing it so you want to find somebody who can do it quicker and better than you so you you want to just write out these things and then look through the list and then start to realize what you can actually keep doing and what you want to give out so i typically would do this over a two-week period because um, you can have multiple tasks across different weeks. So week one might be very different from week two, but you don't want to spend so long doing this as well. That's why I just leave it to two weeks. Write what you do Monday to Sunday. Yes, including weekends. What you do Monday to Sunday, you write it down. What you do the next Monday to Sunday, week two, you write it down. What are the cross-functional tasks? What is appearing more often? Which of these tasks do you really not want to do? Which of these tasks would you rather just not do? Start to, you know, understand what you yourself do on a daily basis. If you actually find that you do something that's quite complicated, something that's not going to be easy to to describe or delegate, start thinking about putting it into a diagram, like a process flow. If you don't know how to use process flows, there's tools online. Um, a lot of people use lucid chats i use um maxwell visio you can just use any of this tool some of them are free some of them are not you just chat out what you do or you can do it by hand and just email it to you know your new person and just tell them to do it if you've got a va or someone just tell them to put it into a flow so it's easier for the person that's coming in to just look at the flow and then they understand it almost at a glance and then they can ask you questions The third tip is to segment what you do on a daily basis into income generating tasks and business building tasks. And this is very, very important. As entrepreneurs, we waste a lot of time on tasks that do not actually bring us income. We waste a lot of time on tasks that are just business building tasks, such as engaging on Instagram or on Facebook, such as, you know, building out a funnel or writing a copy. These are things that, you know, 
may bring you income or may not certain things that are sure to bring you income for example if you run a speaking business so and you run like virtual webinars or virtual seminars virtual events you know that you have to speak to bring in that income that's an income generating task that you can do if you need to write the copy for your sales page because you know your product better than anyone else that's an income generating task that can be viewed as an income generating task You want to spend time doing that if you cannot pay somebody good enough to do it for you. But other tasks like building funnels, responding to emails, chasing or sending cold letters to people on LinkedIn, um, you know, writing out letters, emails, things like that. Those are business building tasks. Posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram, those are business building tasks that you can actually automate or you can give it out to people to do for you. You definitely want to delegate such tasks out because they are not being, they're not adding to your income as a business owner. They are adding to your business as a brand or as a building task, but not actually direct income so you want to delegate those out the fourth tip that I have for you is to write out a very clear description of the roles responsibilities and the results that you expect from this new team member or this person joining a role so for example if you get in a VA on when you've described your organizational chat and then you know what you do as a business owner on a daily basis you know what you want to give out you then want to write out a very clear role for the person coming in you want to write out very clear responsibilities daily responsibilities of this person and then very clear results on how this person would know that they've met their responsibilities in that role. This is very important so that there are no gray lines, especially if you're going to have a multi-team where you have people in different departments, they want to be able to know exactly what their roles are. And it's best to spell this out in the job description before you get to the interview stage because it's just easier for you guys to go through. There's no confusion. You know, you have the CVs, they have the job descriptions. This is your task. This is your role. This is your responsibility. And this is what I expect from you on this role. Very clear, crystal clear. You cannot go wrong with that. It always comes in handy. Gray lines only leave rooms for inefficiency and just confusion for yourself as a business owner and also for the team members that you are about to employ. The fifth tip is conduct interviews. Oh my God, this is so overlooked. Like if you're bringing somebody to work with you, to build your business with you, you need to have a chat with this person. Formally or informally, just talk to them. Okay, have a conversation that lasts at least 30 minutes. Why? Because you want to know who they are. You want to feel their energy. You want to know if there are people that can work with you. If there are people that can work for you. You want to know that you can get on with this person. And more often than not, you can tell from the sort of energy they give up, from the vibe, from the kind of things they say. You want to look out for what the kind of things they say. Do they crack under pressure? 
Do they are they willing and open to, to new tasks? Do they want to learn? Are they hungry for more? You know, what do they want to do? What's their aspirations? Get to know this person like you get to know a friend. And the deciding factor really is, is this the sort of person that you can go to lunch with? Is this somebody that can be your friend? Is it somebody that you can have a chat with? You know, that's not about work because it's not all about work. At some point, you're going to have to talk about personal stuff. You're going to have to talk about family. You're going to have to talk about the weather, whatever else, you know, you fancy. But you want to be able to have other conversations that's just not work related. You can only get this from formal or informal interviews with this person. If you're not sure, get someone else to interview this person, you know, so get a second opinion on how this person, you know, comes across and um, make a decision from there and always follow up with them. So even if you're not taking them on, send them an email, send, tell them why you're not taking them on, tell them what they can improve on, because don't forget, these are people that are also looking for jobs as well, they need these jobs, they need the money, so whatever feedback you can give to them would be very, very helpful to them, so even if you're not taking them on, give them feedback, tell them why you're not taking them on, and tell them that you wish them all the best, okay, because you never know, you might need them again, if it doesn't work out between you and the person that you're taking on, all right? So tip number six is spend time onboarding your new team members. We are all busy. We all have things to do. We expect our new team members to just jump in and get on with the job. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You need to actually take the time, sometimes up to a week or two, depending on the person's daily tasks, you need to take the time to onboard this person into your company. This includes showing them your mission and your vision statements so that they have an understanding of where you're taking this company, showing them the organizational charts so that they know the other people that they're working with, showing them, you know, what you've been through as a business owner, what the company has been through, how you started the company, how you've built the company to where it is now. You know, this is all part of your value. You know, what kind of value do you do you attribute to your company? What sort of, you know, person are you looking for to grow your company? When they see this sort of profiles, they understand what you expect from them. They start to blend in with the values of the company and then they fit in better because they can sort of almost know what you would do in certain situations. So um, there's a book I read called um, Made to Stick by Dan Heath and his brother. I forgot the name. Um, but basically, so it explains to you how this concept works. It's like um, one of the airlines, I think it's Delta Airline or one of them airlines in the US. Their motto or the director says, this airline is all about cheap fares. Everybody that works in that airline knows that it's all about cheap fares. So whenever they're making a decision, they know that the bottom line is that 
that decision has to mean that the airline can still have cheap fares. So recently they've had to cut up the meals just so that they can maintain the cheap fares. It sort of takes out the guesswork when your staff know the motto of the company. So this is something you want to drill into each and every member of your team. They need to know what you stand for. If you're into the service accommodation business, for example, like I am, you, your, um, my motto is we want to be the best service accommodation provider in the area. We want to be the go-to service accommodation provider in the area. So whatever decision my team has to make, even when I'm not there, they know that this is what we want to do. So if you're going to make a decision that jeopardizes our mission to be the best provider in the area, then you're not making that decision because it's jeopardizing our mission. So it's very important that during the onboarding process, you 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 know drill into your team the mission of this company, the mission of your company, what you stand to achieve, what your values are, so that they understand it and they know it in their sleep. And whatever decisions they're making, what they do every day in their daily tasks is reflected on the mission of your business or your company. Okay, the seventh one is to spend at least one day a month, sometimes two months, because a, mo- a month might be too much. So sometimes every two months, just spend time with the team doing a team building activity, such as, you know, now we're in lockdown, so you can't really go out much, but things such as surveys, quizzes, games, you know, just a day out, do little building tasks like this to help your team bond better help them bond stronger because these are people coming from diverse backgrounds you want to be able to um impact on them that it's not all about work it's all about bonding it's all about building relationships it's all about getting to know each other and becoming a family as a team you know becoming a power team so this is also very important a lot of us miss this i did this with my va on her one month anniversary working with me and it was we just spent two hours talking and i paid her for those hours even though she wasn't doing productive work but for me it was very 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 important that we got to blend we got to gel we got to know each other a bit more she got to know that I do care and I got to understand, you know, how she feels with her job, whether she feels overworked, whether she feels underpaid, everybody feels underpaid, but it's how you manage your responses to these things as a responsible leader and as a responsible business owner. You shouldn't shy away from it. You should talk about it and get them to understand where you're coming from as a business owner. It does go a very long way. So, um, these are seven tips. It's gone a lot longer than I thought. It was supposed to be a quick seven tip, but we're at 80 minutes. I have got a bonus tip for you though. So I've got a bonus tip for you. Now, um, when you have a team or when you have people that work for you on a daily basis, you want to get them to document what they do on a daily basis. So either document it in a Word document, a PowerPoint document, um, a process flow, preferably a process flow, so that should they leave the company or should they get someone else to work under them, they're able to just transfer this knowledge to the person in hard copy whilst you were on board, but then they have a hard copy reference to go back to to check the kind of tasks that is expected of them on a daily basis. It makes it easier for you as a business owner. It makes it easier for the team member 
the new and the old is just you know a very very quick and easy way to get people on tasks immediately i hope you've enjoyed this episode it's um it's been all about building a power team and i hope that you are thinking of expanding your business and getting power teams into your business model okay it will save you a lot of time as a business owner so you can spend time focusing on tasks that really matter and tasks that would generate income for your business thanks so much for listening um or watching if you're watching this and i hope to see you on the next episode of the tribe secrets podcast stay safe